0: Welcome in to the flagship. I'm Big Garrett At Spirit. Been on Twitter on the Talk of Champions Podcast Network and with me is Ben Mintz. He's been with me every week now. It's like, you know, he finally decided. The guy he's known longer than anybody. We could just talk about sports once a week. It'd be fine.
1: What's up? Hey, lo- love to do it. Thanks for having me on the flagship and love it even more when Old Miss is five and one on a bye week, that's for sure.
0: and it's it feels so different, man. After uh, that Alabama loss, it felt like it was just going to be same old, same old. And here they are with wins over LSU and Arkansas. And you and I are not too old to appreciate uh, when Ole Miss football beats LSU and Arkansas in the same season. That's not, you know, that's not something to sniff at, you know?
1: No, the Arkansas thing is weird, and it's like its own deal. Because it's like you beat Arkansas, you're like kind of happy, but when you lose, it's like a total tragedy. Yeah, And they're not a bad program, you know. No. And you – you look at that series, I mean, Ole Miss, we get the crap kicked out of us in Fayetteville all the time. Yes. And then every time it's in Oxford, it's some just war to the end, like a wonky, crazy game. So, you know, it's kind of one of those situations I sat on here last week. There's no chance in hell I'm laying 11 or 12 or 13, whatever the point spread was. It was a survive and advance situation. That's exactly what Ole Miss did. You're coming off an emotional high over LSU, and you had Bama the week before. It's hard to get up for the week in a row. Win's a win. You get to the bye week. Uh, you know, if you said to any Ole Miss fan before the year, you would have looked at our schedule before the year, and you just said, if we can split BAM and LSU and get to the bye week at five and one, total success. And it's happened.
0: Yep, total success. Um Obviously, Mincy writes and, and does podcasts and videos, everything um, for Barstool. And this week it was announced that the Brick Watch Company that you've been working for, before we jump into other things, has partnered with the Grove Collective, which is Ole Miss's NIL extension arm, or whatever you want to call it. And this is a big deal. I mean, according to the collective's executive director, Walker Jones, I'm reading the story here from on three, the organization will receive $1,000 for each watch sold in the announcement. Dave Portnoy, your boss over there at So outlined the $2,400 watches will be marked down to $2,000 for the Ole Miss campaign. And so far, so good?
1: Yeah, so far, yeah. so good. So I got some stuff on this. Uh, got an announcement here on the flagship. I actually just texted with Dave. All right, some breaking news. Dave has said we have a target goal. Right. If we sell, If we sell 50, the Barstool College Football Show, which is Dave, Big Cat, Casey, Walker, I'll be involved too, have coming to the Grove next year for a weekend at Ole Miss. We sell 50 watches. Uh, so, Let's look, go. I mean, okay. dude, how – We got to have Walker in the Grove to face the music here, boys. I mean, it's just got to happen. Dave and Big Cat, you know, I'll get to be involved with it. It's a full circle, life deal. We all need it. We all know it. We've all wanted Dave to come to the SIP. It's got to happen. All right, so here's some uh, outlines of this deal. Go to brickwatchcompany.com. We've got a little bit of a screw-up on the website. The watches are listed at $23.99, but when you put them into the cart and add them to the bag, they go down to nineteen nineteen, and they're actually selling for nineteen nineteen, not two k. So they're nineteen hundred nineteen bucks. You don't need a code. Dave already knows it's all miss people uh, to get them. So far, so give you the backstory of what's going on so far mm-hmm. on the sale. So Dave did the video. I did a video. Dave's video got three million views. We're all pumped. Everything's good. We probably didn't have it like set up the best. Like I said on the website, there was confusion with that. So <laughs> I like a day goes by. And I text Dave, like, hey, man, I actually got hit up by Tulane's NIL. They want to do a deal now already. They are already giving up. I was like, dude, Tulane already wants to do a deal. He's like, we well, probably need to sell some damn watches first. And so I was like, oh, crap. So we I apparently didn't move many the first day. So yesterday and today, I'm getting on the phone and I'm calling everybody I know that's high end Ole Miss people that I'm friends with or I'm friends with. They're not. Uh, yesterday, we sold like, we, we basically we're in the double digits now. Uh, we need fifty. I believe we're at like twelve or thirteen sold already. And look, I know that may not sound like a big number, but it is, dude. It's nineteen or nineteen dollars a watch. Mm. This is this is not a small commitment. Every single sales count. Uh, so I think we're at like twelve or thirteen right now. And my goal, I want to be, I want to be at fifteen to twenty by the end of the day. Uh, I think if we get to 40 or 45, the last part will be easy. The hardest part is going to be getting from 20 to 40, but we've got to push figured out with Grove Collective. We're hopefully going to get Lane Kippen involved. I mean, there's a lot of angles to take this. And so, you know, I don't care what I got to do, though. If I know you, if I don't know you, whatever, DM me on Twitter, or Instagram. I'll give you a personal phone call. I'll introduce myself. I'll do whatever I can. Take this to the streets. We got to sell fifty watches and get Dave Portnoy to the Grove. Yeah, the ma- main
0: thing we we got to get this done. I mean, it's been talked about for so long. I really just want to see Brandon. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Dude.
1: Oh, I can't wait, dude. Dude, the stage, like I, I'm like I can't speak for this, but I mean, I'm pretty sure if it's Ole Miss and I do this, I'm on it, dude. We're talking about a stage with Dave, Big Cat Walker, me, and Casey up there. Yeah, I the just road.
0: I got some things, uh, Brandon. You know. Back back before he went to Barstool. He really wanted me to get to come on his podcast because he was always trolling old Miss People with the state stuff. And I, I offered to come on, and then he ran away from me. So it's finally time to get together. Brandon would,
1: nev- Brandon would never duck. duck. I can't. I'm just, I'm just totally shocked.
0: I know. Your sarcasm Crazy. obviously is not obvious. I swear. All right. So, uh, looking ahead to the weekend, what what what's like sticking out to you, all right? If you had to take one of these watches, that will help uh, Ole Miss play for some good football players in the future. Uh, and you had to put your your watch on one of these games. What's like your lock? I know you don't do locks, but what yeah, is Yeah, like- yeah,
1: no, well, my favorite – okay, so it was interesting. People are going to think, whatever. So, I'm going to Auburn, LSU, and Baton Rouge. Barstool College football shows at Fred's awesome. this weekend. So, I'm going over there Saturday morning. I love everything about LSU in this game except for Auburn's off a of bye week. That's the only thing I don't love because I think it's a bad matchup for Auburn. We've got the immovable. Uh, we got what, what is it? The immeasurable force and Auburn's the 120-
0: force in the, uh, yeah, the, the ir- immovable object. Whatever. Yeah. Well
1: we got Auburn's 121st ranked passing game against LSU's 121st ranked pass defense. So something's got to give. And I think, the combo of this being a night game at LSU and Auburn's bad quarterback playing the road, I actually think LSU gets some stops in this game uh, because of that. And I think we're looking at – I mean, even even with Auburn off the bye, the only thing is Freeze will probably throw the kitchen sink at it because he's off the mm-hmm. bye. But I actually think LSU rolls here. I think this is the big LSU effort. I think LSU something like 40 – well, look – Ole Miss's defenses look good every game this year but the LSU one, and that's because LSU's got a top one to three offense in college football this year. That's how good their offense is. Uh, I think think LSU wins like 41 to 20 uh, this weekend. I think LSU rolls. But don't be fooled by that, Ole Miss fans, because everybody's going to be like, oh, Auburn sucks. Like, I think LSU rolls Auburn, and then we're walking into just the bloodiest, toughest situation ever. It doesn't even matter how bad Auburn loses this week at LSU because of how tough that game is going to be next week in Auburn.
0: Yeah, I had a former player actually text me earlier today saying, man, it feels like Ole Miss is going to get bit at Auburn. And I'm like, no, man, no, I just – I can't entertain the thought, Mincy. I can't do it, bro. Like, the idea uh, – and I would have no ill will toward freeze. But Ole Miss can't lose to freeze in Auburn. His first time.
1: I just think it's a survive and advance situation. You know, yeah. it's it's just get out of there with a 23-20 win by any means necessary. The crowd's going to be rocking like you look at where Albert is this year, it's kind of they're going to struggle on the road cuz the quarterback play, but they almost knocked off Georgia at home. They're a different team at home behind that crowd and that energy. Yeah. And so, you know, that's going to be their biggest step of the year cuz the freeze all miss thing. So, I mean, <laughs> It's a very, very, and you know, remember two years ago got knocked off there in the ten win season. Mm -hmm. So, it's a sticky one, man. There ain't no getting around it. And then you kind of like analyzing this lane here at this point too. We're at this point where Lane's eighteen and two in his last twenty home games going back to beginning of twenty twenty one, but still struggling a little bit to win the tough SEC ones on the road. And you don't blame Lane for that. I mean, everybody struggles to win on the the SEC. But it kind of seems like we're at that point where you can feel good about the home games that. You know, I know they lost the Egg Bowl last year, but you know, I, you know, usually feel pretty good about the home games and like the path roll Miss is like trying to go four and zero at home and like two and two on the road. You know.
0: Yeah. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example, I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement. That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills, so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around, saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips, because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the old Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. And um, I was trying to entertain this during the week with another media person, but I'll ask you because you always tell me the truth. Is the best-case scenario for Ole Miss to win out and for Alabama to go to the SEC championship game and lose to Georgia so that Ole Miss gets in as a four?
1: Yeah, but I just – look, mentally, I I, I just can't mentally get behind, like, expecting us to possibly beat Georgia. I just can't do it. You know, it could happen. They play the game for a reason. But, you know, and if it was in Oxford – Maybe. Maybe you saw Maybe. George almost lose at Auburn, yeah. but just going on the road, it, it I think the scenario Dream the best with
0: case, me for like two seconds. I'm
1: hoping, I'm hoping for the 10 and two, uh, you know, and I think realistically nine and three,
0: yeah, I think nine and three too. But the but best nine and three, case scenario nine and
1: three is good, you know, yeah, you yeah. know I mean, I, before, dude, before the year, everybody looked at the schedule and I said, hey, we're going to be better than last yeah. year, and we're going to go eight and four.
0: I said the same That's thing.
1: That's what everybody said. So, I mean, I think, you know, getting to the bye five and one, you're ahead of schedule. I think the fact that A&M's in Oxford, you feel good about that. To me, it's – at Auburn's the second toughest game left other than at Georgia. That, to me, definitely. I yeah. think at Auburn's a way tougher game than A&M at home.
0: I just – man, if not this year, when, bro? Like, when?
1: Man, I think you're building – the thing is, it's uh, – the, the the thing is, we're at the halfway point, so you can kind of do the grading half season things. And man, the Pete Golding things has been awesome. I mean, yeah, the LSU game, you allow forty nine points, but I write that off because I think LSU's offense is literally that good. I mean, I think Jay Daniels, Daniels at
0: worst in the NFL is Teddy Bridgewater. At I worst. mean, just
1: yeah, and he, he's yeah, but b- more mobile. Yeah, but like when you look at it though, every other game other than LSU, who probably has the best offense in the country, the Bama effort was great, holding twenty four. Ben, you and I, but you know, you ever think you'd see a day? in the world that Ole Miss would allow 36 <laughs> yards rushing to Arkansas in a football no. game? No. Hell no. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest stat I've ever heard. That's – dude, I never thought – that. and in the, in when they have a mobile quarterback.
0: I still, it's, like, it's, like, have nightmares about Derry McFadden and Felix Jones and Matt Jones. Like,
1: they like 400 yards last year. Rocket Sanders yeah. had, like, two-something himself. Yeah. They go from, like, 390 to 36 the next year. With Whatever Pete Golding's making, give him more. That's ridiculous.
0: The skilled players are the same. The offensive line is bad, but still, to go from 360 to 36
1: is – I mean, dude, that's what won the game. They won the battle inside. And, I mean, I know Arkansas is definitely falling because they lost Kendall Bross and Odom and Danny Enos and whoever their defensive coordinator is good. But, I mean, just the improvement, you know, like halftime of the two-lane game, down 17-10, the adjustments that started blitzing, held two-lane to three points. You know, even though we lost to Bama – Held them to 24 points. You know they had 133 yards rushing. You mm-hmm. hold Arkansas to 30 some. The defense improvement has been just spectacular this year. And I hope people, you know, realize how how good Golding and everyone's doing because it's. Uh, I think that's been the biggest story.
0: What are the tastiest other tastiest lines games this weekend for you,
1: man? Like, so the gonna like, hold Washington- on. let
0: me let me like give you your flowers here. I'm not just saying this is true, Mincy, dude. You nailed LSU. You nailed Arkansas. Yeah. So like you're riding if, if nowhere else on the flagship on the Talk of Champions family networks, Barstool's Ben Mincy is on a heater. <laughs> so yeah, I, the,
1: the, the Bama one, like I ended up taking us, but everybody loved Ole Miss in that mm-hmm. Bama game, and I was worried. I was just like, this doesn't feel right. All week, I was like, oh Miss has only won there twice, and everybody's getting all confident. Like, what the hell is going on? Uh, but this week, like I said, man, I, I like LSU. I think my big ones this week, I just yeah. don't think Auburn has the firepower to score with LSU in a night game in Death Valley. I think LSU, their offense is going to score on anybody. And Auburn's quarterback, I, I think I just think Auburn's offense is that bad. So LSU is my big one this week. Uh, other games, some interesting ones. Oregon Washington's fascinating. It's Washington by three or three and a half. Highland quarterback matchup in Nix and Pen X. Boy, it's crazy. Seeing Auburn suck this bad a quarterback and Bo Nicks. like just like what or like what, Ole Miss what, is
0: paying back up, Spencer Sanders an accomplished four year starter from Oklahoma State two hundred K and Auburn yeah. sitting over there trying to figure out what the hell to do. No, and know? the
1: funniest part is Sanders he was between Ole Miss and Auburn and he could have just walked into Auburn and started. Yep. Like I'm so glad he's just gonna be watching in our clipboard. Okay, then, like if he was starting for Auburn, I mean I would feel a lot worse about our game there. Um, but uh. But, no, the other one – so, I sort of like – I like Washington. I think of the Washington-Oregon game. Oregon's always one of those teams that's, like, a little different on the road than at home. Like, they're always, like, have a weird good home field advantage. And I believe in Pennix and that Washington offense, man. They're just so explosive at that downfield passing game. Uh, so, I, I lean Washington there. Uh, USC at Notre Dame is a really big one. Uh, Notre Dame's in a really good bounce back spot here. They got caught at Louisville in a weird one last week, looking ahead to USC. Uh, Jeff Brahms is doing such a great job his first year at Louisville. I mean, he got Purdue to the freaking Big Ten Championship last year. Now he's 6-0 already. Uh, Notre Dame's doing that point favorite. I actually lean Notre Dame in this game. I just think USC's defense is so freaking bad. I mean, they should have lost at home to Arizona last week. That's ridiculous. Uh, and I think Notre Dame's in a you know good bounce back from that lost spot. Um, so those are some of the – the bigger ones, um, A&M at Tennessee, a little interesting. Tennessee's three and a half. A&M's actually lost seven straight true road games in the SEC, like not counting the Dallas-Arkansas games. They always win. Yeah. And you're also looking at like bama AM and was their game of the year last week, and I don't know what Jimbo was doing, punting on their fourth and one. But regardless of that, I think this is a spot where Bama might beat A and M twice here. Tennessee's tough as nails at home uh, in that atmosphere, so I, I lean the Vols in this one.
0: I gotta ask you before we get out of here: Did you just come up with this Grove Collective brick watch? I did it like, yeah, early. it was all. I, I'm
1: telling you, what Dave said it. Thanks to Stu Mincy, I thought of the whole thing because when he hired me for Brick Watch, I'm like, yeah. man, I got to. You know, I never really thought I'd be a watch salesman, but we got to just like get super creative here. And I knew, like, I was like, well, the Grove Collective thing makes sense. I have a great relationship with Walker and Ole Miss fans. And when I got hired, rehired by Brick Watch, you know, everybody was pumped about it. Everybody loved Dave for having my back. And then I also want to mention, I think people need to realize this, this is getting forgotten. Brick Watch made a commitment to the state of Mississippi. We gave 20K to Chuck's Dairy Bar in Rolling Fork after they got hit by that tornado. And I think we stepped up and showed we care about the state of Mississippi with mm-hmm. that move. And I think people, you know, you're supporting like by buying a brick watch here, you're supporting that kind of stuff. And, you know, like I the, the rolling fork deal was terrible. I mean, they got destroyed. And that's a restaurant that's a beacon in the community. And, you know, I think people realize like we've had Mississippi's back. And, you know, I think we have a great thing going. And so we but 50 watches, boys, 50. and fellas, it, it it can be done. We can do it.
0: You get fifty. Yeah, like, you get Dave and Big Cat and Mincy. Maybe you and me, like maybe you and me will like arrange. We'll, we'll play golf with somebody because it's not much of a reward, but might like, might be just enough of a reward for somebody. You know? Oh, I want to yeah, play. But, golf hey, look, I'll with do whatever.
1: Mincy. I think I can kind of like I, I didn't clear this with Dave, but like I know he'll be cool with it. If you buy a Brick Watch days at Ole Miss, we'll do like a meet and greet. If you like are one of the fifty that buy a Brick Watch, you, can you meet know. Dave Portnoy no and Big Cat, no problem. Right, he'll he'd be fine. He'll be fine with it.
0: Well, he's Barstool's
1: been He's the best. He's my buddy. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. You want to do it again next week? Every week, baby. Every week yeah. till the end of the year. DM good, me man. at Stool Mincy, Twitter, Instagram. If, even if you're just interested in the Brick Watch thing, you, you if you, you know, just DM me. I'll get, you get a phone call from me. And uh, yeah, everything's, you know, what could be better?